Oh, it's so great to be fasting. I'm loving it. Seven days. And we're believing uh, in this series that Pastor John kicked off this morning uh, that we're a hunger for God. A hunger for God. Because that's this year we're believing that our church will increase in a hunger for God. We'll have a passion for His presence. We'll have a passion for the Word of God. Actually, I just realized, like, thank you very much, guys. You may go. These guys are amazing, aren't they? Like, you can give them a hand as they go too. So to have a passion for prayer, to have a passion for worship, uh, that they would all increase this year. So we're going to be talking about that over the next three weeks and that we'll hear from God more. We'll just have a passion to go after Him. Uh, yeah, so I'm just, I just want to pray. Let's just close our eyes. Thank you, Father, that you're here. I thank you, Lord, that you're a God of revelation, that you bring life, that you bring light. I thank you, Lord, that for your word, which is powerful. And Lord, I pray that as your word is spoken tonight, Father, it would pierce hearts. It would touch hearts, Father. It would bring hope. It will reveal whatever it is that we need to know tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I believe... Uh, I'm just excited about Powerhouse Conference. And I know what it's like to be when in, a, in a conference where you immerse yourself for a few days with worship, with the presence of God, with the preaching of His Word. And I remember a particular time years ago before I was a leader in our church, before I was a pastor, I, I remember going to a conference in Sydney. It was a, a C3 Presence Conference. And I was sitting right up the back and I was going through a bit of a rough time at that time. I was and I was sitting at the back by myself, and I was thinking, you know what, God? You know, you know that person speaking on the stage. You know that person. You probably even know this person next to me, but do you really know me? You know, I, I want to know you, but do you really know? Like, who am I? Who am I to you? And I had this thing like, God, like, who, who am I? I want to know. I really want to know. And in that time at conference, uh, a crazy amazing thing happened. I went in a lunch break over to uh, the shopping center. This is in Sydney, so it's, it was a massive shopping center. And I'm walking through the shopping center and this guy comes up to me and he goes, hey, are you a Rona? I'm like, what, no? But my mother is, that's my mother's surname. And, and anyway, he knew my family. Like, like, like from, like he, he was in, this is in Sydney. My family are from Waitara. He's from Waitara. And it, but he recognized me, and we're talking, and it was great to catch up. And, you know, it was Freddie. And I went, oh, I remember you, Freddie, but you used to have, like, dreadlocks and, like, like be a druggo. Like, you know, but you, you look so different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, 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 was my, that was those days of mine. No, no, just joking. But I knew, I knew him then. I thought, you look so different. And he goes, he goes, what are you doing here? I says, I'm, I'm at a conference. And he goes, oh, I've just been at that conference. He goes, I was at uh, the town hall giving out tracts for Jesus, and someone invited me to go along. So I said, what, are you a Christian now? And he's like, yeah. I said, me too. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. And anyway, it was a great connection. And as he left, I heard God say to me, he said, he recognized you because you look like your mother. People will come to recognize you because you look like your father. Hey. So in that time, God, he, he was telling me who I am. When we press in, when we go in a conference where you get totally immersed, 
This is what happens. So if you haven't registered yet, like be there. You want to be at Powerhouse Conference. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, you might be even here today and you might be thinking, well, I don't know if God knows me either. <laughs> he does. Not only does he, he know you, he's got a plan for you. He loves you. He's always had a purpose for you. And, and I believe, like tonight, if that's you, uh, and you don't know God, you don't have a relationship with him, a little bit later I'm going to give you an opportunity to invite a God, that God that loves you, into your heart tonight. All right. So in Matthew 5, verse 6, it said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Yes! Because we're fasting. That's why we're doing that. Like we are fasting. We're giving up some food, but for a spiritual purpose. We're not trying to get God's favor or twist his arm. And I, I really feel and sense that when I fast, my physical senses become more alive. Like I can smell like um, when Gemma was lighting up a smoke down the road. Nah, just joking. She wasn't. But I can smell like cigarette smoke, just like that. <coughs> yeah. Like, yeah, everything, everything, all your senses. But do you know when you fast, what happens? It also unclutters your spiritual life, your spiritual head. It's like the stuff that's clogging up your head is just like, just goes. It starts to disperse. That's because you can't think anymore. But no, no, it does. Like when you're fasting, it does. All your spirit... Your spiritual life gets uncluttered and you're more sensitive to the things of God. And more than anything, yes, we're fasting for breakthroughs personally and for our church, but more than anything, our heart is to fast for a greater, deeper, more powerful relationship with God, with God. So I just love it because I dream more. I, I, I like the word of God lights up. Uh, and so tonight, you know, I'm going to talk about the hunger, a hunger for God and how uh, you can go deeper, how I personally go deeper, but I really feel that it will help you as well. We're going to pray. So, and we're going to pray for a deeper relationship with God a little bit later. So in Proverbs 25.2, it says, God conceals the revelation of his word and the hiding place of his glory, but the honor of kings is revealed, kings, we're the kings, is revealed by how they thoroughly search out the deeper meaning of all that God says. So God conceals his revelation, but he wants us to know. He really does. He wants us to know. He wants us to know him. He wants us to know our purpose. He wants us to know the gifts that he's put us. He wants us to know. But to do that, we need to, you know, to honor it, the kings, that's us, revealed by how they thoroughly search out the deeper meaning of all that God says to us. So when God says something to us, like it's not over. We need to search out. What is it? What is it that you're trying to tell me, God? What is it? And in Mark 4.24, it says, and it's Jesus speaking here, then he added, pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you will be given and you will receive even more. When we search out, we will know more. We will go deeper. And there's like four uh, different, I, I suppose, different types of ways that you can receive from God. I'm just going to go through them quickly. You might be a hearer. Hearers, hearers, you might hear the audible voice of God. Not many people do do that all the time, but you might hear the audible voice. But the other part of being a hearer is you hear in thoughts. I hear in thoughts. Thoughts run through my mind, and I know they're just way too good 
to be me. So that, like, that, that, so you could be a hearer. You might be a knower. You've got a gut instinct. You just know. You just know that you know that you know. You don't know where, even how you know. You just know. That's a knower. Uh, you might be a feeler. Feelers, they experience things through emotions. They know what breaks the heart of God. They, they know atmospheres. They can walk into an atmosphere and they can feel things around them. That's a feeler. Or you could be a seer. You might see pictures or dreams or visions or symbols. Or the, and now, you may see in all of those ways, but usually there's one primary way that you will receive from God. I, for me, I would say it's a seer. Like I, I see pictures, I dream dreams. But do you know what? It doesn't matter how you actually receive from God as long as you do. There's no better way than the other. Not one way is better than the other. You know, not, a dream's not better than reading the Word of God. Or, or There's no better way. It's just more important about the revelation that you receive. It's not about how. So once you do hear from God, like, what do you do then? Ooh, well, this is my process. So in Habakkuk 2.2, it says, Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets, so that he may run who reads it. So the first thing is, is to write it down. When God speaks to you, write it down, especially in this fast. In this fast, write it down. When you're praying for something specifically, write it down. When you start praying for something that you didn't really even think about before, write it down. Write down the things that you're praying for. Write down the breakthroughs that you want because it actually starts to give you a hunger for God. Write down the scriptures that light up to you in the Word of God. Write down you know, things that you hear you think, the preaching of the word and something sticks out to you, you think like, whoa, whoa, I'm writing that down. So write it down. So that's the first thing, write it down. So uh, this morning I had a dream and I had a dream about seven, this person bringing seven loaves of bread. It was being delivered. It was seven loaves of bread and some other things. I don't know what the other things were. And I woke up and I thought, man, I must be hungry. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about bread being delivered. But anyway, but, that, but I could have just like gone, oh, well, I don't think that's God. But it was totally God. Because the first thing I started to think of, I thought, oh, there's seven loaves of bread. The first thing I thought about was actually the Lord's Prayer, where it says, give us the day, our daily bread. There's seven days. There's seven loaves of bread. So, and I thought, you know, but bread can speak of provision. It speaks of provision. And then I'm thinking, oh, hang on a minute. In John 6.35, then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. So they, they, they start, I start thinking, hang on a minute. So I start writing that down. But, what, but then I think, why are there seven loaves? Is it because of seven days? And then I think, hang on a minute. In the Bible, in Matthew 15, it talks about how Jesus fed the 4,000. I'm not talking about the 5,000. I'm talking about the 4,000. He had seven loaves of bread and a few small fishes. It talks about miraculous provision. Now I'm getting closer because I'm thinking, because one of the things that I'm believing for, for breakthrough, is the release of finances that I've already earned but have been held up. So I, I'm starting to get, oh, wow, this is, this is specific. So God speaks. So I keep searching it out. So I'm going to keep doing that. But now what, what I'm going to do, when I'm praying for my finances, I'm seeing those loaves of bread coming. Whoa, they're being delivered. Like, you know it. I know my provision is coming. I know the miraculous provision of God is coming. So, so now, 
Not only have I just written it down, I've got something to pray into. I can see the picture. I can see like, whoa, go the loaves of bread. Yeah. So that's the first one. Write it down. Write down the revelation. Number two, meditate on the revelation. And that's a bit of the process that I was just doing then. So in Joshua 1.8, it says, and don't for a minute let this book of revelation be out of your mind. Ponder and meditate on it day and night. Make sure you, you practice everything written in it. Then you will get where you're going. Then you'll succeed. So we meditate on it. It's meditating. I was meditating about the bread, meditating on the word of God. And it might come as a song, like Pastor Danielle, she spoke today about how she, that the song Witness, she just kept playing that over. Well, I've got a song too. I've got this song that has just been in my mind. It's just driving me crazy. I'm not singing it though. No, I'm not. But it's called Jesus, You're Beautiful. I will read the words out though. Yeah, some of the words are, uh, in, and I know that your eyes are like flames of fire. I know that your head is white as wool. I know that your voice, it sounds like waters. Jesus, you're beautiful. Now, those words kept on going over and over. I heard it at a conference. Those words over and over in my mind, over and over in my mind. And then I think, wow, that's amazing. Like, it must be in the Bible. And I think to myself, well, I could look that up. I could Google it because you can find a lot of things like that way. But the next day, I'm looking at my emails and I get this daily devotional thing comes through and bam, there's the scripture. Yeah, in Revelation 1, verse 13 to 16, it says, and among the lampstands was someone like the son of man dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet and with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet like bronze glowing in the furnace and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. This is just crazy. I'm thinking, that's the exact thing. And I think God is trying to tell me something. He's trying to tell me. Well, he's trying to tell me who he is. This is who I am. This is Jesus. Like, this is all about Jesus. And that song is about Jesus. So, so with that email came an activation at the bottom. And it says, you know, work through the verses and ask Jesus to show himself. So, you know, like, for example, like, Jesus, will you show me your eyes with flames of fire? So I started to work through those. And the first thing that I saw was the first part where it says, dress in a robe, reaching down to his feet with a golden sash around his chest. And I don't know why, it doesn't say it was a white robe, but that's what I saw. In my mind, I saw a white robe uh, and, and like the gold around his chest. So I'm thinking, wow, this is amazing. This is who Jesus is. I am hungry. I want to know. I want to see those flaming eyes. I want to see that woolly white hair. All those things. <laughs> but so I go to... I go to bed and then it's day one of the fast. So that happened on the, the Sunday. Day one of the fast, I had a dream and uh, I had a dream and it was so specific. I was actually uh, prophesying over a couple and I was telling them what their gifts were, but I was telling them what they need to do to start, to get off the mark, the, the very first thing. And then anyway, I, here I am prophesying in my dream. It's a dream, I'm prophesying. And then all of a sudden I see a white robe with a gold sash comes into my dream. Wow, how exciting is that? It comes into my, he comes into my, I'm like, whoa, there's Jesus, there's Jesus. So that even in my dream, I'm like, <laughs> very excited. But do you see, it's like so exciting. This is what happens when you search things out. Who couldn't, who wouldn't want to be hungry for God? I'm hungry for God because I want to, I want to know him. But this is what happens when you get 
Start searching because, you know, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. When you start searching, he will fill you. When you start searching here, he will fill you. When, he's, when you start asking questions, he will fill you. When you start picturing things, he will fill you. So the first thing was write down the revelation. Next, meditate on the revelation. And then my third point is to apply the revelation. So that, that was an example of an activation, how to apply it. Because yes, you can get some revelation, but if you do nothing with it, if you don't pray it through, like with the bread, I'm praying over my finances, seeing the seven loaves of bread. With, uh, like, like when I'm praying about Jesus now, I'm seeing the robe and all that sort of the fiery ice. You've got to put it, whatever your revelation is, you've got to activate it. You've got to put legs on it. You've got to put actions to it. You know, let's not just be doers of the word. Uh, let's be doers of the word, I mean. Let's be doers of the word, not just hearers only. Otherwise, we're deceiving ourselves. But that's what happens when we do, do those things, when we write it down. But this is why it's so important to write it down. God can bring things to our remembrance, uh, but it doesn't necessarily happen if you haven't written it down. Dreams, for example, I wouldn't have even remembered that dream if I didn't write it down immediately. They just start to fade away almost immediately. So I've trained myself when I wake up to say, did you dream? Did you dream tonight? Did I dream tonight? So I wake up so that, and I pray before I go to sleep, like, God, if I dream, like, wake me up and help me to remember. So, you know, just a simple prayer before I go to sleep. But as soon as I wake up, my first question is, did I dream tonight? And, and I know that I, get, I just get my phone, I actually just record it so that it just types it out itself. Oh, this is the great thing about technology these days. So it's not like I have to like even wake up, I just like, it's a little bit. And in the morning I check it because it can be a bit like, what? What the what? Yeah, 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 the, the fish in the what? Anyway, uh, but that's what you do. You just record it and write it down. When you see the word of God come to life, write it down. Because you think, wow, it could, be one, it could be for one of your breakthroughs that you're believing for. It could be whatever it is, it could be like, do, am I praying this? Am I looking further at that? Am I having a look further in the Bible? Am I doing a study on the Bible? It's incredible, the Word of God. Once you start, it's just too, it's just too hard to stop. But that's why I'm, really, I'm actually really not hungry. And that's because I feel full with the Word of God. I feel full with this revelation. I feel full like, man, come on, let's do it. And, and I just really, I just believe that God, He will speak to you. And when we hunger for Him, He is a good, good God. Boy, there you go. Well, how about that? I'm actually going to pray for you. Close your eyes. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I thank you, Father, that you are a God of revelation. I thank you, Lord, for every person here as they search you out, as they look for you, as they seek you, Father. I just pray, Lord, that you will fill them, that you will fill their hunger, that you will fill their thirst for righteousness. I thank you, Lord, that you will just light the Word of God up to them. As they pray, Father, there'd be the power of God that you would, they would see pictures, they would dream dreams, they will see visions. I thank you, Lord, for what you're gonna do. And I thank you, Lord, that we're hungry for you, Lord. Oh, we wanna know you more. We wanna know you more, Lord. And even now in this time, I thank you, Lord, that you're bringing revelation. In Jesus' name, amen.